This is Carl Kessel's Sports Preview, and I'm Carl Kessel. With the baseball season about to open, the big stories are expected to be, will America regain the World Series? Will the million-dollar free agents deliver? And is it possible for Marge Schott's popularity rating to fall below point... Oh, oh, oh! Oh, oh, oh! Oh, oh, oh! Radio Theater's on the air! It's the Riders on the radio Come on, park and saddle up and go Get ready for the Cowboy Show The old lady, old lady game We've been working since the break today We've been doing it the Cowboy way Now it's time to play We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle the two We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. Too Slim, the man of many hats. Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. And wrangle the tune, we're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon. There's a place around the fire for you With riders in the sky So come on and let's ride And now with the 2,697th performance of their career Here are Riders in the Sky! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes, Riders in the Sky, America's favorite cowboys, back for another big season here of Riders Radio Theater, coming to you from the beautiful Emory Theater in downtown Cincinnati, Ohio, and thank you, Texas Vicks Bender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. Uh, Riders in the Sky consists of Too Slim, the man in the red shirt, yes. Ranger Doug, the man in the brown shirt, Woody Paul, the man in the fuchsia and magenta and whatever good, you call it. The pretty that, shirt. shirt. The pretty shirt, yes. People and on orchestra. radio are really excited about this, I'm sure. Our orchestra under the direction of the man wearing no shirt at all, Joey the Cow Polka King. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, in our search for old great western opening songs, we've come across an old Stan Jones classic, the man that wrote Cowpoke and Riders in the Sky and a lot of others. This one's the Song of the Trail. I have heard the thunder rolling out across the mountains high Where the winds are singing through the clouds are drifting through the sky It's the song, it's the song of the trail, of the trail. It's, it's the song of the trail I have seen the yawning canyons and I've climbed the highest peaks I have felt the sun and wind and rain upon a carefree cheek It's the song of the trail It's the song of the trail I have seen the burst of glory and I've felt the mighty hand The one who made all this out here and made me what I am
I have seen the burst of glory and I've felt the mighty hand. The one who made all this out here and made me what I am. I have heard the timbers singing and the mighty rivers roar. And the hymn of hymns to mountain men, I'll hear it evermore. It's the song, it's the song of the trail, of the trail. It's the song of the trail. It's the song, it's the song of the trail, of the trail. It's the song. Time waits for no man, and neither do our sponsors. Here's the head of the Tumbleweed, Tumbleweed Valley Non-Institutional Institution for Higher Psychic Awareness and Prosperity-Inducing Psycho-Speak, Dr. B. Baxter Basil. My friends, are you at peace with your inner child? Or are you like most folks? Every now and then, you need a break from the little tyke. Well, who can blame you? Running around there and there like a wild man, never wiping his feet, talking back. Right, Mama? Oh, yes, Dr. Basil. Inner children today have no respect. They watch that awful inner MTV, and it's so filthy. Except for that nice inner Michael Bolton, I think. I, Thank you, Mama. Yeah, I, Sit down, Mama. Friends, you can say goodbye to guilt and adios to anger. We have the answer. The Tumbleweed Valley Guest Ranch for Inner Children. Yes, our several acre spread of sagebrush and sand is the perfect spiritual spot to pack off your inner child for a couple of weeks of healing inner horseback riding, inner hiking, inner crafts, inner swimming, inner fly fishing, and three, inner count them, three healthy, low-fat, low-cholesterol inner meals a day, all for one astonishingly affordable price. Here are a few of our thousands of satisfied customers. My inner child came back from Tumbleweed Valley Guest French, so totally centered and focused, and like, you know, uh, where was I? Oh yeah, it was like, a different person, whoa. Plus he had this awesome haircut. I hope they sent back the right dude. <laughs> My inner child came back with a fabulous inner tan and rid of 12 pounds of ugly inner fat. Best move I ever made. I packed the irritating little jerk off to Tumbleweed Valley Guest Ranch and spent two weeks whooping it up in Vegas. <laughs> Save a place at the craps table for me. Friends, call now. Send your inner child where he belongs. Only $9.99 a day. That's a whole lot less than $70 a week. It's, it's cheaper than bailing them out of inner jail. Why, one time my inner child put anchovies on the preacher's manifold. Now sit down, and Mama. To get your piece of the inner peace pie, pick up the phone and call 1-900-INNERDS. That's 1-900-INNERDS. Psycho speakers are standing by. Soon they'll be like we were, perfect in every way. So send your inner kid today. Riders Radio Theater sends a great big Western howdy to our station of the week, WBST in Muncie, Indiana. Howdy, and now here's the king of the cowboy fiddlers with a little of the Cliffhanger Waltz, part one. Tune in next week for the exciting conclusion of The Cliffhanger Waltz.
And now back to Riders Radio Theater, where it's time for the popular feature. Yes. The unrehearsed spontaneous part of the show, where we attempt a stunt suggested by a random letter. Hark, is that the Pony Express I hear? Sounds like my Adrian Barbeau Beerstein finally made it. Woody, would you root through the mailbag and pull out a random letter from one of our fans? I sure, Ranger Duck. I love American youth. Let's see, here's one right here. It says, uh, dear... What does it say? <laughs> Joy, would you keep that accordion quiet for a second? <laughs> it says, uh, dear riders in the sky, uh-huh. I am your biggest fan. Yeah. <clears throat> It'd be pretty big, but... Yeah. I love Riders Radio Theater, and my favorite part is Can They Do It? The unrehearsed, spontaneous stunt I'd like you to try tonight is to play All Lang Syne. Huh. Signed, uh, W.C. Handcraft, Logo, New Mexico. Just huh. play Old Lang Syne? That's what it says. <laughs> Talk about a pizza cake. He wow. <laughs> okay, Mr. Handcraft, here's Old Lang Syne. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. Stop the music. What? Stop the music. What? There's a P.S. It says you must exchange instruments. I want to hear Too Slim on the guitar, <laughs> Joey on the bass, Ranger Doug on the fiddle, and Woody Paul on the accordion. Oh no! <laughs> well, well, it'll take us a minute to take us a second here, but, here. but what do you say we go for it, boys? Well, I don't know, guys. I, I think of the poor person who's tuning into our show for the first time. <laughs> I've popped a strap here. Uh-oh, you don't want to do that, Slim. I'm just not used to wearing such a big manly guitar. It's just... Well... <laughs> okay, are we ready for Old Lang Syne? Yes. the fault of your receiver. Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with the Saddle Files. We'll be right back. Here's a little of the big band National Polka Countdown song number 13, In the Mood.
Welcome back, buckaroos and buckarettes. You could only be listening to Riders Radio Theater. Now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode one of the exciting Western melodrama, The Lost Suburb of Gold. Tonight's chapter entitled, The Teacher's Tangled Tale. It is a dark and stormy night. For days, foreboding black clouds have gathered over Tumbleweed Valley. And on this night, the heavens finally open up Thunder rolls and lightning flashes. It is a horrible, nasty night to be out. But despite the roaring wind and the lashing rain, one slight lone figure on horseback plods onward down Melody Highway. Meanwhile, at the end of Melody Highway, in the cozy, warm confines of the famed old Harmony Ranch, everything is nice and dry. Side meets in the kitchen, trying to remember where he put the popcorn. And riders in the sky are gathered in their den where a warm fire crackling in the fireplace adds cheer to the room, keeping the cold and damp at bay. Boy, that rain sure is coming down out there. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. Say, Woody, do you think it'll clear up by the time we have to leave for California tomorrow morning? It doesn't look good, Ranger Doug. I checked with the weather bureau a little while ago, and it looks like this front is remaining stationary. Hmm. I'd say the earliest it could clear up would be late tomorrow night. Hey, that's too bad. Yeah, what's too bad? Uh, the weather forecast. It calls for rain all tonight and tomorrow, too. Ah, worse feathers. Moosh. Clear skies and warm weather headed our way. Hold the basket on that long-handled popper whilst I pour the popcorn in there. Okay, beside me. What do you mean, clear skies and warm weather are on the way, you old coot? Yeah, my rheumatiz is eating and my big toes quit throbbing, and that means the rain's moving out. They're always right. So I'm forecasting clear skies tomorrow and, and popcorn tonight. Do tell. Uh, yes, I do. I remember a time back about, uh, 48, and I was camped next to a water hole up in the Chowderheads and just relaxing and listening to the frogs croak. All of a sudden, I felt a shiver in my rheumatiz and a freezing twinge in my big toe. Beside me, don't you think you're going a little overboard pouring that popcorn there? Hey, who's the cook here? Good question. Well, I said... Uh, I'll ignore that. A shiver in my rheumatiz and a freezing twinge in my big toe always means a blue norther coming quick. I seen an opportunity I was not about to let pass. Beside me, that's an awful lot of popcorn. I'll be the judge of that. Okay. okay. Anyways, I timed it to where just a second before the norther was to hit. I clapped my hands real loud like this. Had startled the frogs. They jumped to the water just as the blue norther roared through. The water froze right as they hit and left their plump little legs a-sticking out of the ice, just like I planned. Let me guess. The next thing you did I was... mowed them off and had me a free gourmet supper of frog legs. Oh. Hey, what's the cat barking at? Somebody's coming up the walk. I wonder who'd be coming out on a night like this. Well, why don't you get who's open the door and see you whilst I stick this popper in the fireplace and pop this popcorn. Oh. Good idea. Yeah. <gasps> Miss Marm! Hello, boys. Aren't you going to invite me in? Well, have a cow, yes. I mean, wow, yeah. Come on in, Miss Marm. Thank you. Let me take your ticket. Thanks. She must be freezing. Come on over by the fire. 
and have some popcorn. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Good grief, it's a popcorn volcano and it's blowing its top! Oh, eat, eat like you never eat before! Dig in, Miss Harm. Um, sure, be right there. It is a grueling task to eat popcorn until it's virtually coming out of your ears. But eventually, riders in the sky and Miss Marm subdue the popcorn volcano. And now, barely able to move, they sit before the fireplace. Oh, man. How about some coffee, Miss Marm? Oh, God, no. Really? It no. won't be any trouble. No, please. All right, it's in the kitchen. I'll just go get it. Oh, God. We're delighted to have your company, Miss Marm, but I can't help but think that... Something more than just a visit prompted you to come out on a night like this. You're right, Ranger Doug. I need a favor from Riders in the Sky. Gosh, anything for you, Miss Marm. All you gotta do is ask. We'll do anything we can. Thanks, boys. Well, here we go. My world-famous coffee made fresh last year. Uh, it's peaking as I speak. See there? Uh, the horseshoe's just now floating to the top. Uh, have some, Miss Marm. Well, I, don't, I don't think so. Oh, go on, have some. There's plenty. Well, all right, but just a small slice. Okay, here you go. Now, just twist her off there. Twist? Here, I'll do it for you, Miss Marm. Uh, there you go. Oh, thanks. Hey, anybody else want some Joe? Sure. Yeah. I'll risk one. So, um, what's the favor we can do for you, Miss Marm? Well... As you boys know, my father, Senator Marm, passed away 21 years ago. And a sad day that was for Tumbleweed Valley. It sure was. He was a dang good politician. I'll say I named my old mule senator after him. He was a fine man. Thank you. I think so, too. Yep. He's the man who brought Barnes to the valley. Barnes to the valley? Yep. Well, he sponsored a bill of some sort, didn't he? He did indeed. He and Senator Jake Garn co-sponsored the Garn-Marn Farm Bill. Yeah, it built barns. The, the Garn-Marn Farm Bill built barns? It sure did. Yeah, of course, uh, at first some were alarmed. Alarmed at the Garn-Marn Farm Bill that built barns? Yeah. Yes, but not for long. After all, the idea of all those barns had an obvious charm. So there was a... Charmed the Garn Marm Farm Bill that built barns. Yeah, but even though there was some that saw harm in the Garn Marm Farm Bill that built barns. Uh, let me see if I have this right. You don't know. Uh, you sure you want to try this? You don't have to, you know. Oh, but I want to. Now let me see. There were those still alarmed because they saw harm in the Garn Marm Farm Bill that built barns. Oh, darn. I left out the charm. Yes, you did. I have to do it again? If you want to get it right. Yes, ma'am, I do. Oh. Okay, there were those still alarmed because they saw harm despite the charm of the Garn Marm Farm Bill that built barns. You got it. Well, that's some gall darn Garn Marm Barn Yarn, Miss Marm. I'll say. Well, now that we have that out of the way, what's the favor you need, Miss Marm? Well, last week I got a package from the Sergeant at Arms of the U.S. Senate. It seems that with the large influx of freshman senators this year, they have had to bring some old desks out of storage. One of them was my father's. And while cleaning it up, they found a drawer that had never been emptied out, and they sent me its contents. Really? Well, gosh, what was in it? Well, there was a pen, a framed photo of me, oh. and a copy of the landmark farm, Garn Marm Farm Bill. That, that built barns? Yes, and there was also a framed copy of Nixon's enemy list with my father's name at the top. 
Nixon didn't want to build all those barns. I guess, but most interesting of all, there was my father's appointment book. Wow. And I opened it up to the last day he was alive. Gosh. It was a pretty ordinary day, except for one thing. What was that? What was that? His last appointment was with President Richard Milhouse Nixon. <gasps> Nixon killed him! It was Slim, a conspiracy! Slim, wait a minute. Slim, whoa, Slim. Sorry, Ranger Doug. My father died of natural causes. The Senate recessed at the close of that day's session, and my father left that same evening for Tumbleweed Valley. He was planning an expedition to search for the lost suburb of gold. The lost suburb of gold. Yes, his lifelong dream was to find it. Well, what is it? Well, legend has it that the ancient cliffhanger Indians built a large pueblo here somewhere in the Meatloaf Mountains. Wow, and it was made of gold, right? Wrong. It was made of mud and straw. But its wealthiest suburb, I believe, was called Shaker Heights. And it was reportedly made of gold. Huh. Wow. How is Senator Marm going to find it? Somewhere he had come up with a map. He believed it would lead him to it. But he passed away the night he returned home from Washington, and he never had a chance to find out. Gosh, what happened to the map? I don't know. No one knows where my father kept it. And you want us to help you find it? Sort of. How? Well, I know you're leaving for a big show in California tomorrow, and I was wondering if you would be going anywhere near Yorba Linda. Well, we will be in San Bernardo. Yes, and that's only 462 miles from there. Yeah, practically next door. Oh, good. Well, as long as you're in the neighborhood, could you stop by the Nixon Library in Yorba Belinda and see if there's any record of what was said at that meeting between President Nixon and my father? Miss Marm, surely you don't think your father, or indeed anyone, would tell Richard Nixon where a fortune in gold was hidden? Of course not. But father might have said something that would provide a clue where he was going to search. You see, among the documents found in my father's safe after he passed away was a presidential permit to search for treasure on federal lands, and it was signed by President Nixon the day my father died. Nixon did kill him! Slim, too slim. Where was Oliver Stone, Ranger? Slim. Okay. Thank you. So Dad must have gotten it at that last meeting with the president. The permit allows my father or his heirs to search for treasure on any federal lands and keep it, but it expires in three months. I see. So you have three months to find the lost suburb of gold. Three months? How many episodes would that be, Woody? Uh, about 12 more, I think, too slim. <laughs> yes, exactly. 12 more episodes to find what would be one of the greatest archaeological discoveries of what's left of the 20th century. I'm sticking around. Whoa. <laughs> but I don't want that gold for myself. Neither did my father. I don't need the money. I'm a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, I have my prune ranch, too. Thank heavens. No, I want to find it, and in my father's name, donate it to the Johnny Mac Brown Junior College Native American Studies Department. Well, Miss Marm, we'll be glad to help you, won't we, boys? Oh, we, we sure, sure will. will. The last suburb of gold should be quite an adventure, ma. Who are those who embrace these dreams of high adventure, who search for lost mines and buried treasure? They are the seekers of the past, the present, and the future. And you may be a seeker too, same time, same station next week in episode two of The Lost Suburb of Gold entitled The Nixon Tape, The Secret Revealed. It's unbelievable, unmitigated, unimpeachable melodrama you won't want to miss. And it's coming only to this, Theater of the Mind.
And now here again are Riders in the Sky and the unimpeachable Joy the Cowpoke King. Thank you, Texas Dick's Bender. Thank you, folks. Well, we got a special song tonight, one of the most beautiful of all the Bob Nolan tunes. We'd like to send this out to the memory of our old buddy Quentin Pope in Corpus Christi. The scenes have changed across the range since long ago. There's miles of rails and crossroad trails that I don't know. Now my days are numbered here, but I don't care. My old gang's waiting just beyond the rolling clouds up there. This ain't the same old range. Everything seems to change. Night I see my old paths where the bright moon climbs. They're rounding up the shooting stars that stray sometimes. So brand them right and tie them tight so they. To some far place in empty space And there be found at all This ain't the same old race This is the VXU Radio Network.